This old thing is brought to you by Lampoo, a luxury consignment store that empowers its customers to shop more responsibly by making buying and selling pre-love luxury easier than ever. Lampoo manages the entire process for sellers from free collection, taking photos, listing online, storage and shipment to buyers. Their luxury experts will give you their suggested price, but then you can change it to whatever you want. Buyers can have complete peace of mind with authenticity guaranteed and find some amazing pieces from vintage collections to recent limited edition sellouts with up to 80% of the original retail price. Plus, their luxury service in-store and edits online gives you that luxury experience. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast, This Old Thing. I am a lifelong thrifter and charity shopper, and I have always loved clothes and style. And now I love secondhand clothes and stuff even more, as it is really the only truly sustainable way to shop. In each episode, I will be asking my guests about their style influences and their memories around clothes. I guess the fabric of their lives, really. And I'm so delighted this week to introduce my guest. Musician, actress, and all-around channel rock star, Patsy (laughs) Kensett, who is kind of I'm a bit of a ledge, really. I think you are, Pat. I think a lot of people think you are. Um, From having played Mia Farrow's daughter in The Great Gatsby to starring in Absolute Beginners opposite David Bowie, which, by the way, is, I think, one of my favourite songs. Um, To becoming an exponent exponent of the 90s rock and roll scene in Cool Britannia, to raising a family, working, still working, and much, much more. I'm really happy um, to say hi, Patsy Kenzie. Thank you so much for having me. What's your relationship with clothes? Well, I'd have to say that I have a real passion for clothes. And that was something that started as a young child. when I sort of watched my mum go to get her hair cut at Vida Sassoon and then get by a fab Yves suit with, you know, a crocodile Hermes bag. And she just had such great style when we had money and when we didn't have money because my dad was sort of involved in organised crime in the 60s. So he wow. went to um, prison quite, quite a few times. So, um, you know, our, our circumstances changed a lot, but I was deaf. My mother was, she had exquisite taste. She actually worked in Christian Dior in, in the 50s. And that's how my dad met her. She worked in the PR department. So um, she had this real, um, she had great style and just, I looked like my dad. My mom looked, looked like a movie star. I mean, you know, black hair, these, most, these beautiful blue eyes. You look like a movie star too. I wish I looked like my mother, really. She, she was t- breathtaking. But so these sort of jaunts to the West End, because we lived out near Heathrow Airport at that point, we'd go, you know, go into Knightsbridge. And as I got older and I was working, so I could buy my own clothes. And I was wearing Chanel suits at sort of 16. And I had my Azadine Alaya addiction started around that time. There was one store on Sloan Street, one of the Joseph stores that sold um, Azadine stuff. It was the I only remember. place you could, you could get it at that time. I still have dresses of his that fit me now from when I was 18 and they've lasted I mean it's just it's like a a testament to the his genius that you know not only was he just 
revolutionising the black dress and that aesthetic. They were obviously made really well because this one has managed to not get any moth bites or anything. I'm quite anal about how I keep my clothes as well. I had to have them so that I can see them. So I'm always, wherever I'm living, I have, a, I have my rails, my shoes are sort of all photographed and boxed up and, and everything's mm. in its place. So I, I've, I've managed to hold on to a lot of things. I've also lost some heartbreaking things over the years, but everything's very, very organised on huggable hangers. My favourite thing as well. They're not, not wire hangers. I love those. I'm jealous. I would love that. I would love a walk-in wardrobe. Just to jump back to your mum who sounds amazing and very stylish. I wanted to ask you, did she know that your dad was an organised crime? How did she feel about that, having that kind of very un, unstable life and lifestyle? I mean, how did that affect her? Well, I think she, obviously she was aware of, of um, the uh, profession that he was in. My father was, was quite a bit older than my mum. My dad was you know, in his heyday, I mean, he was having suits made Savile Row. I mean, he was a really great, sharp dresser. And then yeah. funnily enough, Reggie Cray from the Cray Twins is my brother's godfather, or was, he's passed away now, Reggie. But he used to write to me and he always used to say about your dad was, um was he was such a great dresser. He always looked so smart. And I guess, you know, they, they were a couple that enjoyed clothes. I've got pictures yeah. of them at Trader Vic's. My dad's got his like Ray-Ban glasses on at the table and my mum's got this sort of little like Elizabeth Taylor sort of tiara on in a black Dior dress that I got so much wear out of. In the 80s, I used to go down to the Wag Club on a Friday and a Saturday and if you weren't dressed a certain way, you couldn't get in. And that black Dior dress of hers I swear to god it got me it got, it got me into more clubs I was very young I shouldn't have been going to them yeah. but um yeah that's the case well they sound incredibly stylish they really do and I want to ask you do you wear secondhand clothes are you do you like vintage and secondhand well I love vintage because I think I actually have so much vintage that I bought I still get wear out of now my yes. youngest son um Lennon is an absolute vintage obsessed and really, really great at the stuff. I mean, he got the most amazing um, Yves Saint Laurent suit from a vintage shop that he knows, and it it looked like it had been made, you know, to fit him. And I mean, he's done the campaigns for for some very high brand designers. And although he's a musician, he's in a band, but they, he, he he does the modelling for a bit of pocket money. But he is really into fashion, and he surprises me and delights me in so many ways because his dad Lennon's dad is Liam Gallagher right who's also kind of very got his own style very he's very stylish isn't he I think he gets it from his mum well obviously yeah I mean yes and what's your favorite Patsy what's your favorite piece of clothing ever if you had to keep one thing what would it be if there was one thing I had to keep it would be this Prada dress and it's, I mean, it's, again, it's a, it was, we're talking, so it's probably 12, 15 years old now. And it's this, it's like a silver bias cut sort of shift dress, really simple, 
fitted but with, with sequins on it so on like mesh so yeah. it's it's very body forming and, and it's you, you can't see through it but it's so it's it's just gorgeous it's absolutely gorgeous and it's, it's something that I don't even have it hung up I've got it in tissue paper in a box yes. with you know um lavender moth things in it and there are some clothes that i I, I wouldn't wear again just because it, it, I wouldn't feel appropriate wearing them, but I can't, I just can't possibly part with them. Yeah, totally. And that Prada dress just does sound really beautiful. Oh, it's fab. But, you know, I mean, it, when, when you were like being handed by paparazzi or, you know, those times in your life, has that, has clothes figured in that way, like self-consciousness about what you wear or not really, not so much? Um, I think it was very hard to maintain uh, that sort of a pristine level of being, you know, groomed coming out in and out of your house when you're going for a run or you're going to the, you know, to do the food shop. People will comment on, you know, have a go. I think it's got people are a bit kinder now than they used to be. But yeah, no, I, I was definitely, um, I, I struggled with the fact that you know, having to sort of be expected to look a certain way all the time is just impossible, you know. I like to, you know, feel nice in my clothes and I, li- I like to look presentable so but I also love a cashmere tracksuit and cashmere socks I love your looks from the 80s I've looked at photos I love your little dresses with your bleach blonde hair in the 80s and you know and I feel <laughs> like and, and I've looked at your costumes in movies as well so you know you've got Lethal Weapon which was quite kind of prim wasn't it it was quite kind of prim and then you've got like Absolute Beginners which was 1950s I mean what what how do you which has been your favourite style to wear in the movie or in the decade? I, I did this film called Angels and Insects with Kristen Scott Thomas and Mark Rylance, who who not so long ago won a won, a, won an Oscar, and um, it was called Angels and Insects. And the costumes for that were absolutely because it was very psychedelic. It was very um, wasn't your sort of Downton Abbey looking production it was it, the vibrant colors and almost like I mean I had one dress and it was like a like a bee it was sort of yellow and black um but that that one film for me was um, a really great experience and something that um I, I'm so proud I was in so and, and tell me what was David Bowie like when you were young but what you were very young but was he nice to work with oh my gosh I was 16 and wow. he I got into Bowie when I was about 14 and so I'd have had this really like ridiculous sort of childhood sort of thing crush and thought oh he's going to meet me and we'll fall in love and it'll be great and anyway so the first day that David was working on 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 the on the set he sort of just would sort of shook everyone's hand and sort of shook mine nicely and they just moved straight along and I was crushed I thought oh my god all my my dreams so but then one day I was sitting in makeup no, no, he, he was divine. He was absolutely love divine. But I was sitting in makeup and the door was open. I was in there on my own. The makeup artist had just come for the loo or something. Anyway, he walked past. He walked past the, the, the open door and then he, he sort of stepped back. And he, he came in. He didn't say anything. And he just picked up this hairbrush and he started brushing my hair. My hair was very long at the time. And um, he started just brushing my hair. And it sort of, it was, it felt, it felt like, it was forever. Oh I mean, it probably was just moments, but it was the most erotic experience of my life to date. But there are no words. Wow. I mean, I don't know what to do with that. That's amazing. But also, what I would love to know is, and I don't mean to sound, I probably sound very naive, but was he doing that, do you think, do you yeah. think he knew that he was being erotic? Or do you think he, he did. did it 
to, I can't work out what, what what do you think he was was he doing it to be like this is my way of making friends or was he was he making a pass at you without following through on like a proper pass like I'm just curious what do you think Patsy God no I think it was I just think that he's just a he was and I mean I'm in such a loss but I think I think he's yeah he's such an yeah. like interesting like unique individual there'll never be another him you know and it when we were filming all of his stuff um because they, they kind of shot him out in two weeks every day every crew member was on the on the, on the set I and mean, a lot of time they sort of like disappear off or whatever but you know from you, you know your old grip with a big belly was there wanting to watch him doing his stuff it was he, he people just you know was so fascinated by him I think the hairbrushing thing might have been because I'm I've been very sort of upfront in interviews because I was I was sort of exposed to the media at that point about how big a fan I was of his I'd never sort of like told them that we were going to run off and get married um so I kind of kept that that crazy notion aside but he just the way he did it it was nothing weird about it there was nothing it was just so I just found it so erotic and and um and he put the brush down and he just he just left the room quite a loving gesture isn't it as well it's kind of very tender somehow you know it's kind of taking care of somebody it's very it's very imaginative. It's yeah. not normal behavior. Exactly. But I can totally relate to that thing of very him. Yeah. Like kind of, you know, like, you know, Major yeah. Tom, you know, it's very him, planet, yeah. isn't it? Patsy, what would you never wear? Crocs. The shoe Crocs. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I know people love them. And also, because there's a part of me that actually I am that person who'd be really comfortable in a pair of Crocs. And that's why I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't. Um, what do you think you'd want to be wearing when you're 80? Oh, just like fab Chanel jacket with some just really great tailored trousers from Prada or from Yves Saint Laurent um, with a, you know, a, a, just a white T-shirt underneath it still, fab glasses, just a classic tailored, but just like with that little bit of a punk rock edge. I, I mean, I won't be wearing like skirts up to my my privates and trying. You know, I wouldn't want to you know, look like mutton. Um, I, I, you know, I just would love. I, I know there's a way. I mean, and also I haven't mentioned McQueen enough because they was, they've been so great to me over the years. But there's a way to wear those clothes where it, it can be very, very um like uh, proper and, and 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 fabulous. And there's also a way that you can wear those clothes where there's a bit of a there's the edges thrown in. Yes. That's why they're they're so clever. They, you know, Lee was such a genius. I've I've also been somebody that I've spent a lot of money on clothes over the years and I what I will say is that buy something a great jacket a great dress a great it will stand the test of time and around it you get your white t-shirts from I mean I like tea and bone white t-shirts I think they're really they, they look good under tuxedo jackets or whatever there's so I think sometimes investment pieces of what I'm saying um so I, I've done that over the years and got the investment pieces but then managed just to throw other things in so that I you know I I, I I, I won't be living on the streets in my Azatina liar and, you know, dragging my Louis Vuitton luggage. Yeah, I totally agree with you about the investment. And as I get older, you know, like exactly like a white T-shirt with a great blazer. I'm yeah. done. Oh, it's the best. Great tailoring is so important. <sighs> totally. And it just makes, and also, you know what else great tailoring does? Like a sharp shoulder with double breasted. It makes you feel cool. 
which is great. You put your shoulders back and, you know, you remember not to slouch. And actually, uh, yeah, I think it's some, I I agree with you, definitely. And then tell me, also, the the 90s having this massive reunion and, you know, people often cite that Vanity Fair cover and Cool Britannia. How do you remember that time in terms of, was it a great, fun time? From what I can remember, it was good. We had a lot of fun. People look back on that as, as a you know a golden time, and I guess as as you're living it, I, I'm you know I knew it was it was exciting and fun and everything, but it's still I, I can be quite boring, and you know I'd, I'd like to be sort of like you know in bed reading my book, and it, it was a great decade, but um, it was yeah, it was your life. You know what? It was a lot of fun. Like I said, the bits that I can remember and the bits that I don't, I'm sure were fun too. I mean, I would hate to think that I was living in the past and that defined me and there's some fantastic things happening now and there's there are also things happening now that I at 54 cannot get my head around at all um but that's okay I think that's probably how it should be what is your favorite style decade if you had to choose it would have to be the sort of early 70s yeah. Led Zeppelin groupies in sort of you know sh- sheer floral dresses you know with looking so like Stevie cool. Nicks that to me you know LA that that, that kind of um very cool very um, ethereal and also very narcissistic and not narcissistic oh my, hedonistic oh my god that's that's having too many good nights in the 90s has done that it's maybe punchy yeah yeah exactly people just looked incredibly stylish because it was also just looked so undone you know there was something so undone about exactly it's just so cool speaking of hollywood glamour how was it do you have memories of playing mia farrow's daughter daisy buchanan's daughter in the great gatsby do you have any like memories about that Oddly enough, and I, I was four when I did that film, I have such oh, wow. such recollection about about how you know what it was like and Ralph Lauren did all the costumes for the for the film. So I was being fitted by him to have these I mean these beautiful, beautiful costumes made uh, at that age and sort of thinking Mia Farrow was like this ethereal angel and she just looked just I mean she was just breathtaking and of course Robert Redford was you know all the women on the set would get quite silly and giggly when he came onto the set um but I have I have very very vivid um memories of that time and it was it was it was wonderful but I was living in two worlds so I was going and doing that and then I was going back to a time you know my dad wasn't around and we were living in two rooms with an outside toilet so it's I've always had um a really strong work ethic because You've kind of had to. Yeah, I have, yeah I have, I've had to, and it's a miracle. I look back now and think, how the bloody hell did I manage to do all of that and make something of my life? Yeah. I'm, I, I don't doubt it because my mum was so incredible. I mean, she was diagnosed as terminal with cancer when I was six, and she fought the illness till um, I was 21. <sighs> until I, Yeah, until I had my first child, until I had James. But that was in the 70s. So, you know, you, you, they told you one week. That's incredible. So she was diagnosed when you were six years mm-hmm. old. And then she yes. lived for another kind of 16 years. Yeah. She fought the illness. I mean, she was diagnosed as terminal. And I, I, over the, oh, wow. those, those next years, I, I, I would go to the hospital to say, to say goodbye to her. By the time of about 11, I'd say goodbye to her about half a dozen times. And I think that, as a child and having a childhood, you lose your sense of 
your sense of being safe when you realize that yes. your your mortality you know so i had to i think your child is over when you realize you're going to die or this person who I worshipped, my mother, was going to be taken away from me. So that pushed, urged me even more to want to work because it was a fruitless crusade. But in my naive mind, I thought if I can make uh, money, then I can buy her her health and get her better. And it, it was a real um, push for me. You know, she was my best friend. It was like losing a, you know, an organ when she died. That's an incredible kind of story. Like, And as you say, like that's just a very different kind of childhood to most people yeah and that's extraordinary you should write about it it's amazing I would say my children have had a a childhood but I didn't really but you know what it was great anyway it was it was it was really great and I I feel very blessed and yes exactly but that's very sad it's a very sad story about your mum it's heartbreaking but she was um she was just such a and she was I never saw her depressed or crying or she was the most, if there, there's an example of somebody just like manifesting, you know, a bit positivity, that yeah. she was an example of it because she just did not give in to the treatment she was having and being unwell. I mean, the, the, one of my happiest days ever was when I could just, because she had a job as a secretary and I just said, you know, you don't have to work anymore. I can, I could look after her properly. So that was, that was great. There were some good times. My sadness is that she didn't, she died um, a year after my first child, James, was born, and she was such an amazing parent that they've missed out having her as a gra- uh, grandmother. I mean, they, they had wonderful grandmothers, but on the, the paternal sides, but but um, my mum was just um, something else, you know. Wow, she's, she sounds like a wonderful woman. You know, it's a testament to you as well, you know, um, and your strength and, and courage. Um, who you. is your ultimate style pin-up? Who do, you, who do you just think has got great style? I mean, someone well-known, someone more in the public eye, perhaps. Oh, I mean, Catherine Deneuve, is, well, that's, I mean, she's not really in the public. Well, she, when she's, she's an icon. I mean, I think Catherine Deneuve, um, I think Charlotte Rampling. Yeah, amazing. Uh, Jane, but Jane Birkin. And I somebody really, really in the public eye. Now, who do I look at and cover their their wardrobe? Um, well, those are two. Those are two really good people. I mean, Captain Deneuve and Charlotte Rampling. I mean, Charlotte Rampling was insanely beautiful. Oh, it's like so beautiful. It, it, there are no words. There are no words. You look at pictures of her. I mean, she's still amazing looking. But you look at pictures of Charlotte Rampling when she's in her 20s and that body that that long yeah. legs and that and then the heart the yeah. face oh you just her eyes oh yeah it's insanely beautiful yeah i'm so with you and so yeah. just looked amazing and everything so which movie do you love the style of in terms of the clothes in the movie I mean i you know i love the devil wears prada um actually because i thought i, I just I just thought Anne Hathaway sort of um, her evolution in that film, and when she's in Paris and she sort of put the outfit together, and it's all very looks very Azadine and whatnot. I sort of I, I enjoyed that. I like that you've chosen something that's kind of more current. I think that's cool. Um, whose closet would you most like to raid? They don't have to be alive, by the way. Well, in that case, Jackie Onassis. Oh yeah, amazing, incredible. Yeah, yeah. I might have Jackie to raid that with you. Yeah, and when you see those pictures of her 
We'll go together. God, be fun. When you see those paparazzi pictures of her uptown New York with the jeans and the little skinny top, the perfect bag, the pumps, just no. so stylish. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, stylish. so stylish. Just so stylish. So stylish. In fact, whenever I'm wearing something a bit kind of wacky or a bit kind of over the top, I just think, oh, God, Jackie on that. Jackie. I just wouldn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and have you got any current obsessions at the moment? Is there something that you're kind of slightly obsessing about in terms of what you're looking for? Or... I'm loving the fact that latex is actually really comfy. And I got a couple of pairs of latex trousers, which I'd, I pair those with a, a, a white tee and a, a tuxedo jacket, whether it's from, I've got a beautiful one from Balmain. I've got two beautiful Yves Saint Laurent ones. Um, and I wear them with the, these Yves Saint Laurent sort of um, boots that have got a little bit of a Cuban heel. They're really cool. I'll tell you who else I, whose style is just beyond is Chrissy Hind. I just think she's absolutely yeah. just the coolest. And um, yeah, I've got a real girl crush on her. Yeah, she's got a great style, isn't she? Amazing. She is. But the, the latex thing was like, oh, God, I could, that's something I could never get away wearing that. But I think, like I said, if I, if I you know, if I was head to toe in it, then I, that would, would, wouldn't work. But because I can just put the, these trousers on and they're actually really comfy and flattering as well. Patsy, I'm going yes. to end it with some quick fire yes. questions. Okay. Pumps or stilettos? If it's a car to table stilettos if i'm if i'm jumping on the tube i'm sorry it's going to be a, it's going to be a pump so it depends on the on my travel the, what the travel arrangements are fair enough i'll give, I'll give you that so both all right thank you not really playing ball but i'll give it okay to you. okay floral or leopard print floral leather or denim leather movie or music music rock or indie uh rindy both of them <laughs> Rindy with an R. Rindy, I love that, Rindy. Okay, Rindy. Lace or velvet? Velvet. Patsy, have you got a style tip? It can be any style tip. Good tailoring. It, 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 at any age, uh, for any occasion, you, ca you can't go wrong. Yeah, I think that's a great tip. Patsy Kendrick, thank you so much for being a guest on this old thing. You are absolutely brilliant and I loved talking to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Everybody, thank you so much for listening and please do subscribe and do leave me a review. And if you want to add anything or tell me anything, then I'm at Bay Garnet on Instagram and I'd always love to hear from you. And thank you so much. And remember, keep on thrifting.